It's Wednesday, June 22nd. You're listening to the Tech Breakfast Podcast, the show that brings you delicious tech news on all the hot takes you can handle with Tyler Gates, Russ Campbell, and Aaron Bewley. It's episode 257. How's it going, y'all? Going. There you go. You caught me mid-yawn. I literally what? couldn't answer you. You need, to, you need to take your coffee as a shot like I'm... I've attempted oh to do twice now. It's super hard, actually. It. It's not oh, it's hot. easy to that, do. That'd be very hot. I'm not. Somebody play the uh, virtually speaking even a little bit. Somebody play the virtually speaking intro for Tyler so you can wake up. That that'll I get would, us going. I would probably do it. You can learn to today. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, have y'all seen um have y'all seen um uh, the new Chip and Dale's Rescue Ranger movie? No, not I've yet. Seen the beginning of it. That's about it. Oh, unfortunately, I haven't good. been able to finish it. My brother also endorses its greatness. Yes. I had so many giggles through the whole thing. It was oh, I mean, that's, that is the measure of a successful movie. How many giggles does Aaron Bewley have? So many. It was a lot. immeasurable. So it was a lot. It was good. It was a lot. There's so, it was like when the first Toy Story came out, and there was a lot of references that adults nice. got that kids didn't get. But this is like references for 80s and 90s kids. Oh, <laughs> up through the 80s and 90s and uh it's just great it's just um, really good kate's back on toy story right now makes me very and happy. it's so a big the fan. movie itself is so it's meta great. Great like i'm not gonna is it? i'm not gonna say anything else about it but it's it's pretty funny it's it's very i'll say it's this way it's very self-aware so uh-huh. cool yeah yeah that's good i think you'll uh-huh. enjoy it well, I'm going to watch it at some point when I'm not traveling. Or maybe when I am traveling. traveling. I don't know. Okay. Well, it's actually a perfect segue into today in history. <clears throat> We're just going to make it today in history. All right. So, speaking of another movie. That. Blockbuster hit movie. Uh, just executive decision. I don't know. Whoa. The Fast and the <laughs> Furious was released on June 22nd. You guys got to tell me the year. And if you've never heard of it, Russ, have you heard of Fast and the Furious? Um, I don't think Russ has heard of I, it. Yeah, I have. I mean, I have heard of it, but I don't know that I've seen well, it. Let me tell you, it's a crime drama. Enough. And it's it's based in the underground world crime of a thing drama? called street racing in a place called What's Southern that? California. And it That's debuted in theaters across the United States. The very first one. They've done like 34 of them. This is the mm-hmm. first one. Can you tell me what year? The very Can first you, one out of the 34 that they've done. And we're looking for the year. Yes. Now, There's I have also a question. A fast, not the day? There's a Fast and like Furious reference in um, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, too. It all, it all comes together. Out of curiosity, before I answer, mm-hmm. is this the mm-hmm. part where you're trying to insult me greatly or <laughs> what do you what mean are insult we, you but yeah, i'll tell you what sarcastic because i know you love the movie <laughs> let me go ahead or the movie let me go the movie series wait and no, answer no, no. the question i gotta guess first because you actually know and i am no, not I, sure oh, i've seen that movie beginning to end i'm kidding i did see the first one beginning to end um uh, oh geez i don't know man 96 okay mm. 96 it's a good guess um, it's wrong, but uh, I am going to go with Fast and the Furious released in the AMC movie theater at Stonebriar Mall on Theater 16, very top row, eight seats over from the left if you're looking at the seats on June 22nd, 2001. <laughs> Nailed it. Boom. Dude, I wonder. So I actually worked at that movie theater. I wonder if I sold you a ticket once or like tore your ticket once or something like that before we ever met. Me and my buddy Ralph, we were, and and Travis, um, we were at that movie theater basically every weekend. Yeah. Like, that's constantly. Yeah. For like probably, there was a way to, I don't know, like six years, like probably from like middle school through high school, we were there every weekend yeah it felt like if we weren't if we weren't out of town or doing something like that the family made us do we were in the stone buyer mall so well if i could do something that the great philosopher share once said if i could turn back time that would be really interesting to go zoom in and see 16 17 year old aaron and russ interacting before they knew that they were going to be friends someday i believe that they're called philosophizers but uh, okay. I'm going to that would be, I like that, that would be interesting to see. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's hilarious about this article or this uh, 
this page on history.com is reading how they describe the movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. It's it, just, wait, was, it, was that description really what it was? Well, because it, it, like, yeah, what I said, family, was, bro. It's about family. That's right. I don't think he ever said the word family. <laughs> oh, man. So they mentioned a bunch of stuff. Uh, and they're like, these were just three of the cars featured prominently in the high-speed, high-impact racing scenes that punctuate the Fast and the Furious. Uh, it's just like, what? That's that's just punctuate. trying too hard. They're, they're yeah, just yeah, trying yeah. too hard in that, in yeah. that description. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like his vehicle is a bright green 1995 Mitsubishi Eclipse, which he powers through an empty parking lot near Dodger Stadium. Later on, O'Connor loses the title to the Mitsubishi to Dominic Toretto, the leader of the gang of suspected thieves <laughs> after a street race. Oh, <laughs> uh, like, this is this is getting me going. I'm excited. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man. Um, uh, so I think I we're a tech news movie. podcast. Yeah, uh, that was about tech. You know how much tech goes into those cars? I bet there's 120 grand under that hood of that car. <laughs> no, sorry, I had to. I got it. I just always thought that was kind of a funny comment. Or or the, uh, got to tune the NOS timers and you'll run nines. God, I love that movie. <laughs> tune the NOS timers. Tune the NOS timers. He's hitting the NOS too soon. <laughs> Movies don't need to be accurate to be good. At right? all. No, they don't. And you got you to gotta get techy. You got to get real nerdy about stuff. It doesn't matter what the stuff is. It doesn't even matter if it's something you can get nerdy about. You just, you have to. In the movie, that's why it shows that they're experts. They're oh, yeah. experts at nosing cars because they know that you can tune the timers. <laughs> that's right. Or or they're in the firewall. Guys, they're in the firewall right now. <laughs> I, just, I just love it. You know, that's why hacker movies are the best, especially yes, the movie hacker movies Hackers, are um, God, which gives so you a good. visual representation of what hacking through a computer is like in the 90s and uh it's glorious if you so haven't seen actors please go watch it mm-hmm. and even if you have seen it go watch it again yeah go watch it again yeah that, I mean, that's always holy a, cow dude national treasure look at this dude pci express 7 will be eight times faster than pcie 5 what, what about six? seven i don't know what I don't know. PCA seven to reach five hundred and twelve gigs a second arriving in twenty twenty five. That doesn't seem that fast. It's kind of a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I mean it's kind of a lot. Can we clarify? (laughs) Is that gonna be gigabytes or gigabits? Mm. It's the large B. It's the big B. Oh big B. And it's bi-directional. That's fast. Yeah. Bi-directional throughput via sixteen lane. So it's an X sixteen connection. Yeah, dude. Yeah. PCI uh Express kind of went is that was like its big deal was going bi-directional whenever it took over the uh at least in, in my world of graphics usage. It's used for other things, but at that at that scale, it's usually only graphics, but at least that I'm aware of. Because they have like PCIe 1X and 3X and all sort of stuff. So you can like plug sound cards into it and stuff. Other things that necessitate having bandwidth of some kind. Uh, but the uh Graphics cards are typically what it's used for. I don't know what you're going to throw then, on that thing to, to drive that bandwidth. Yeah, and then the um, they're often uh, ranked or rated with a data rate as well. 128 giga transfers a second, which is giga a transfers. lot. So by, by comparison, like PCIe 1 was 2.5 giga transfers a second. PCIe 3 is 8. PCIe 4 was 16. PCIe 5 was 32. This is 128. Giga transfers a second. Giga transfers is like a good middle name. You know, Kate was named after yeah. the technology <laughs> Kubernetes. I should have called her Kubernetes Giga Transfers Cantwell. Who's having a baby that hasn't named their kid yet? I, that should be. I think, that needs to make the short list. I agree. I think it's right up there with things like Dragon, which, by the way, is, you know, that, that works for either a boy or a girl. Um, no one in my Dude. family seems to agree, but whatever. There I've are boy and girl dragons. I think we're so. going to go adopt. I think we're going to adopt. VMware has great uh, benefit packages. I've always wanted a son. I've got four lovely daughters. What, what if we do like a tank giga transfer? Like tank is the first name. Dude, go adopt a son. Like Matrix Hailback. Dozer. You know, if you're if you are going to adopt a son and you're going to name him tank giga transfer, you need <laughs> to find a guy who is like 
just like that you have to look into the parents and you know the mother or the father either one needs to be just a massive human who's also like mm-hmm. a scientist that way giga transfer and is then very applicable feed them the, feed the them a diet that is 100 percent weight gain 4,000. <laughs> i think we're on to something here i don't know if it's good but we are on to something for sure you get transfers fist into your face okay uh this this is what happens when we're not around each other for like two weeks <laughs> yeah but this is so back to the pcie thing um there's still like you were asking like what you, whatever happened to even seeing pci6 because there aren't that many pcie5 devices even on the market yet right Right. Right. So in that it says that interface, uh, the, the interface did come to the mainstream motherboards with Intel's uh, Alder Lake and will also make an appearance on AMD's upcoming Zen 4 Ryzen 7000 platform. Yeah, that'll introduce PCIe 5. So and that's when PCIe 5 uh, SSDs will arrive at the same time. Um, but yeah, it's interesting, dude. Yeah, they're already working on PCIe 7 and it just looks dumb, like super fast. PCIe 7 is going to help AI they, determine your mood at the edge. I just wonder, do they do they just sit in a lab and they're like, what if we just double the number? Let's do that. Let's just double the number. Double it. it no. It's interesting. The it, signaling doubling makes more sense than like the more than doubling. Doubling feels yeah. very electronic circuity. Uh, they change. PCIe 6. Like if you look at the specific, like if you look at the specs, um, not just like the the performance specs, but like the actual encoding and the signaling, there really hasn't been significant change in either over time. Like NRZ signaling has been used mm. from PCIe 1 to 5. And then mm. from an encoding perspective, they did 8B slash 10B for the first two gens and then 128B slash 130B for the next three. They're moving to 1B slash 1B fit mode and then PAM 4 for PCI 6 and 7. I mean, I'm sure it was necessitated uh, with the change in like for the performance reasons, but it's just interesting that like you can see that this is the first major change in signaling since PCIe was released in 2003. Okay, well that brings up an interesting question of um, everything you just said reads correct based on this article, but how the hell do you know all that? It's <laughs> 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 just I I don't know, man. I just just jerk. <laughs> I'll take your word. You know what? Do you know why I'm on this podcast? Because in like 1999, my friends were like, hey, you should come to a LAN party. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. That's nerdy. And then I did end up going and I sat down and I was like, hey, what is this game we're playing? And they're like, it's called Counter Strike. And so I sat down and started playing it. And I was like, man, I seem to have a mild obsession with this thing that's in front of me right now. I'm going to go get my computer. I brought it up to the LAN party. And then I started playing Counter-Strike on my computer instead of my friends. And I was like, hey, why does my game look so dramatically different (laughs) than your game? He goes, well, it's because your computer sucks. And I was like, (laughs) how could my computer be worse than yours? And he goes, well... Just don't worry about it. It's beyond you. And I'm like, bro. Challenge. (laughs) And an absolute lifelong obsession about knowing everything about this. Yeah, prove prove that guy wrong. (laughs) Oh, well, what I can tell you. We'll get there. (laughs) Hey, Jared Cockrell, Mr. (laughs) Valedictorian. Guess what? My computer, still faster than yours. So. Your wife was like, sweetheart, why are you buying another graphics card? <laughs> because they released another graphics oh, card. Oh, no, but the, but the oh story gosh. goes back to this other guy who you've never seen. Okay, Jared Fund. It yeah, grows Jared. annually uh, to make sure except, it keeps up with new standards. I, I have a, a financial advisor that just manages the Jared Fund. And it has to grow <laughs> X amount per year or moves to another advisor, which right now it's moved to like 10 because it keeps going down. But the um, so I, I have to share this now because this is what there's one time that this was challenged. And it, so I vowed that day that no one in that room would have a faster computer than me ever. And so there was one time it was probably it must have been 10 years ago that a buddy of mine, Chris, one of the members of that room, uh, 
he messaged me. He sent me a, a screenshot of a of a build from Newegg that he had put together, and he had built the almost keyword almost the top of the line computer almost. that you could at the time. There was one component, however, that could have been built better, and that was the, the graphics card. Mouse. And he, I noticed on the screenshot that he sent me that he had three-day shipping on it. I overnighted the best <laughs> graphics card on the planet to me within 10 minutes of receiving that text. You're so, so petty, and I love it. I love it. <laughs> there was, I'm telling you, I said it would never happen. I'm never going to let it happen. So uh, right, this, let's, let's pull something else in here. Let's pull something yeah. else in here. What do y'all got? What, what have y'all seen before I drop something else? I oh, saw wait, you on no, the last Oh, okay, yeah. No, Rusty, well, do it. And then I have a question for our, for our listenership. Why don't you Elon, just ask the I thought question he was first before we hat. talk about Elon, because he's all over the place right now. Um, I'm not sure if he's lost he his mind, but he's definitely, you know, interesting. I got nothing. Ask Musk, Brian a question. He's musky. Elon Musk. He's, he <laughs> asked Brian. Do you just refer to really all of our good. listening audience as one person? <laughs> I think he did. I, I thought you were talking that. about the listener happened. who's in Discord right now. No, oh, I didn't listener. see somebody in Discord. Um, Telegram. No, that's, that's cool, though. Um, I'm not Sorry. watching <laughs> the, the Telegram channel. Um, no, so uh, I, I ran into uh, a guy on Reddit um, who is producing an algorithm for news shortening. Um, and I was like, hey, neat. And they were asking for um, input, actually, some sort of like uh, more more of like a co-founder. But um, I was like, well, I'm not really a co-founder by any means, but I do have some ideas about how that could be used differently and maybe uh, even differentiate. So here's my question to the TVP community. If if we were to work with this guy um, who's uh, Dar Dario, I think I just forgot his name. I had his name tip of my tongue that's rude no i don't why don't we call him brian i know it is rude yeah let's not do that anyways um seems like pretty sharp dude and uh and he's putting this um you know sort of a new shortening algorithm together and uh he he did sort of a just a flyby a test with me on ars technica and i thought it was pretty slick the summaries were um very useful and i noticed in the format that he initially started very very young by the way that um there were ways for people to sort of interact with it, you know, like a heart or something along those lines. But it got me thinking that could be a really interesting way uh, other than what we already do in the TVP uh, Telegram channel, uh, what t.me slash tech breakfast, right? Um, to to sort of almost crowdsource what topics are interesting and, and people would like to hear on the show on top of also just being a slick place to get a bunch of aggregated summarized news stories and then i thought it would be neat to potentially take what we do in the show especially if he's wicked smart enough to make it algorithmically just sort of generate but create sort of a hit list of things we talk about um so we we could get sort of the show notes in summary form of the uh the topics and and all of those things i thought would actually be kind of interesting ads to tvp and what we do when we actually get together and do it I must so, have missed what that's you said. Question right for you guys first. I'm not sure well, I understand okay. the question fully. Um, Dario is the guy that that joined us from Reddit that you're talking about, yeah. right? Dario T. Yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He's in the uh, he's in the TBP group now. Yes. So he is. what is the question? You're saying he can develop? No, he already has. Or, so the reason has... we ended up syncing up is that he developed yeah. an algorithm for news shortening, summarizing uh, oh. news articles, and so yes. I. I, he was looking for, you know, input from other people, and and I said, hey, actually, I've got an idea for how we might be able to use this a little differently. So I just yeah. outlined what I thought that might work like, and I'm curious what you guys think. Dude, I'd love to see it. You can give me live feedback, um, and then also, you know, to the community, to the folks that are listening, would it be interesting for you to be able to interact with basically? the stories we might be talking about because it'd be a great way to just bubble stuff up and get a summary so we could consume it quickly right before the show. Um, uh, in addition to maybe some of the other stuff that we, we run into or that's just top of mind, but then also potentially create some show notes. So you don't have yeah. to go to that and interact with it, but we would get basically a, a, a link to 
original source with summary of the things that we talk about, which yes. I thought would be really cool for, for podcasts um, in general, but also just from a news shortening summarization perspective could be really slick. And then yeah. when he first that presented it, he also, man. yeah, I, I think it's and, really neat. Um, and and it I've run the question. Or go ahead. Sorry. sorry. No, no, go ahead. Well, I was just, I've run the question before. Just, you're asking a lot of questions. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to try to hit up, a, hit a few of them as you go, as you yeah, kind of go good. through them. But I've run the question before of, Hey, if we could publish a newsletter or whatever, an mm -hmm. email, however it is you want to call it, it's just, they're known as newsletters, but um, publish an email that basically shortened up and linked to everything that we talked about through the show, that would be fantastic. Um, none of us just really have the, the time in our day to, to do that as it stands with our current day jobs and all that. But yeah, there, there was overwhelming uh, support for that. There are people that don't ever want to listen to the podcast, but they're highly interested in what we talk about and what we want to share. Yeah. And they want to just want to read great. through and click on links. Um, or people that listen that have also said, yes, I would also like to have a link summarization um, or yeah. a shortening so I can kind of go dig and, and see because maybe I was driving down the road and I want to go back and click on that. So yes, absolutely. And then the, the other part, absolutely, I would say as well, because this is a thriving community that is that is dropping really cool stuff that I don't see elsewhere. Like I'm thankful that people are bringing stuff into the TBP chat yeah. um, in Telegram because it's it's stuff that I'm missing in what I feel like is a holistic news like view from a tech perspective. And I would love for that to feed into and then, you know, like there's a there's a summary board of, you know, maybe they get upvoted or whatever. And then whenever we fire up the next episode, because I, I can remember, you know, sometimes we finish and I'm sorry, this is a long winded answer. I no, can remember we finish some episodes and I, I'm like, you know, Kieran shared this um, or you shared that or Daniel shared this and we totally missed it because um, I, I wanted to talk about it. So, yes, oh, I would be actually, interested in seeing that. That that might be another interesting one. And again, uh, he, he is obviously the brains behind getting the algorithm to do what it does. But I wonder if it's even possible for him to have the like, user submitted links. So as opposed to just... Um, trolling an RSS feed and and bringing in specific content from specific sites if, if user submitted stories would be you know potentially possible I'm sure that it depends and that might take a lot more development or if it's coming from certain yeah. URLs then it would work fine if it's coming from others maybe maybe not as yeah. much we're talking yeah, about an application at this point oh for sure can, no yeah, yeah yeah I see what you're saying anyways I, 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 I like your back there too because one of the things that I, I thought immediately when I first read it um, is that uh, ah reddit reddit on reddit nailed it um, was the I, I don't I don't think that a new shortening algorithm is incredibly unique right now and and I mentioned stuff like tldr.tech and I know that there are a couple of, we've we talked about summary the s smmry um, which again totally different that's paste the whole text in and it does the thing but um but but it, it made me think. Well, shoot, he's developed this baseline, and it's it's slick. Go go to our email. Go to the the shared Gmail for for Tech Breakfast. Look at that that chain. He's got a link to the examples and stuff, and and I'm sure he would love to have feedback. Um, but um, the 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 idea of sort of catering to a slightly different niche might might be a good way to sort of break out his tech, which I think is the whole point what he's trying to get into and then he'll yeah. have maybe that's forward looking and then maybe he ends up creating more more generic content like that for individual groups or something i don't know we get to kind of see where it goes but uh i thought our contribution could be some of the ideas around it how it could be used a little bit differently and then of course uh you know chatting from the rooftops so here we are well, let me just add this before we move on. Um, while I agree that it's a good idea, I do feel compelled to ask the question that always has to be asked. Don't all algorithms turn into Skynet? Yeah, but wouldn't you want a TBP Skynet? Pass. Silly question. Well, we're not there. Yet. Uh, <laughs> it's not for us to worry about. That's future TBP to worry about. Okay. Yeah. Let future TBP handle that. That's it's fine. That's true. Um, okay, I want to bring up um, sort of a news thingy, but more of a question thingy. Um, I want y'all to guess something. It's math related, Tyler, but you don't get to ask any qualifying questions. Oh, come uh, um, on. <laughs> Tyler's, Tyler, by definition, <laughs> is a qualifying question. <laughs> he's, he's, he's sitting in his chair twitching right now. He's just like, I can't, I can't do it. Okay, Dude. so you guys have heard of the F-150 uh, Lightning, right? It's never electric. 
It's the electric F-150. Um, it is a thing. It does exist. I haven't it seen one on the road yet. Uh, I also have not I've seen been, one. I want to, but I haven't I seen a Rivian yet either. Imagination. Dude, there's so many Rivians around my house. Dude, there's, if you want to at least half a dozen. Drive down 35. If you drive down 35, you'll see a Rivian. I guarantee it. Yeah, I see it. Like, at let's least be once clear. Before. I still don't leave my house that often. Yeah. So uh, if it isn't on my street, I'm I'm only gonna I'm only gonna see a handful of vehicles these days. Yeah, there's one oh, in my neighborhood. Your neighbor with like 40 cars doesn't have one yet. Is that what you're telling me? I don't think he does not um, care for electric vehicles now. Oh, oh, he's one of those. Got it. I right. bet I bet the ones across the street, if they wanted a truck, they'd already have one. But they've got they've got mm. I think they have two Model Threes, so maybe Lives not. Doesn't in Texas, style. Doesn't want a truck. Is I don't know. I, Anyways. With We're you. talking about the lightning, so range is obviously a big uh, topic of discussion. Mm-hmm. What do what is one thing that people often do with their trucks? I may do it with my truck. When they get it, they carry small put, put a leveler on it, right? Oh. A lot of people put level levelers on it. Uh, yeah. Tyler, I wouldn't recommend you doing this with your truck, well, being that you're I don't going approve to be of leveling things because I'm getting a truck to do stuff. Lots of stuff. Uh, if you're going to be pulling a lot of stuff regularly, do not level your truck. But if you do, if you just have to for the aesthetic, get airbags in the back. Um, not like Already got them. deployable airbags for whenever you actually <laughs> um, get hit by someone, but airbags specifically. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> in the leveling airbags. <laughs> right. Yep. Um, anyways, so they took a lightning and they did a two inch level, which is a fairly common level. And then they put 34s on it, which is a less common tire. But nonetheless, what do you believe the range loss is? Because it's normal. You lose miles per <laughs> gallon, you'll lose range. If you if you put 34s on with a two inch level, what percentage, let's put a percentage on it because that's the math they used, do you think you lose on your Ford F-150 Lightning? What? What's the default tire? I know you said no qualifying questions, but I got to know. You can't. Don't answer the question. No, you answer can't. the question. It's nothing crazy. That's a reasonable question. question. I know. Assume in your brain. Assume. I, I mean, don't know. I don't have any I idea. I'll guess. For some reason, it's 26. I, I don't know. Assume for Y and then solve for X. Oh. I'm going to say. Uh, 32%. I'm going to say 29%. Loss. 29% uh, loss. Brian, would you like to come off mute and venture a guess? Since you are our entire audience. Do Going it, forward, it, TBP it, community it, is it, just it, called Brian. <laughs> Although 29 he's typing. seems a little high. That's oh, he's typing. Mute. Oh, he's working. Oh, no. Oh, he's working. All right. Do you want to type in a guess, a percentage? I'm seeing nothing. And, and listening, listening to, people. to you people. What do you mean by <laughs> you people? Okay, I'll ask you, uh, what percentage do you think is taken off of the range of an F-150 Lightning, that's the electric F-150, whenever you have a two-inch leveling kit and 34-inch tires added to it? We have, I think we have 32 and 29 as the current two uh, answers from the guys. Percentage loss. Percentage loss, that's right. He says 10%. 10%. I think he's um, going to be closer to the right. Well, you know, Why it's very you close between right. Brian, which represents the entire TBP community, <laughs> and Aaron Bewley. Um, but Aaron does squeeze him out by 1%. It is 20% Whoa. loss. Whoa. So you're 9% over is closer than his 10% under. Dude. Yeah, because yeah. you can see, like, if you go configure a Tesla, you can see the range loss if you just move from like a, a, a 20 to a 21 inch wheel. It's yeah. Not it's not insignificant. It is not insignificant. It, it really it's isn't. Very, I mean, you'll lose like yeah. 30 miles with that change. Like it's, yeah, it's not you, you. Yeah, it is. You're clearly making a cosmetic choice that is deteriorating the worth and value of the car's functionality. Like it's so just, what they really should have done was develop the lightning like an electric Raptor so that people didn't have to do all of the things they always do with their trucks and see massive degradation in efficiency. No, no, no. People don't do that stuff though. People shouldn't be doing that stuff. If, if it Dude, functions like a truck that stuff. No, I Lots didn't do that with do my that truck. Stuff. Are Not you doing it with your truck? Literally. I will need to. Because yeah, my truck's I coming designed for what I'm getting it for. But a lot of people don't get trucks. Like most people that I know with trucks, with a few exceptions, actually do do that stuff. They they modify the tires. They lift them. They change oh, yeah. them. 
They, they totally yeah. go for an aesthetic. There's knobby tires all over the place. All terrains are, are a thing. Like that is a very okay, yeah, common the, the tire thing, thing to do with sorry. the truck in I was Texas. Talking, you're right. You're right. You're right. I was talking about the leveling kit. I, that seemed less oh, common to me. No, leveling kits are really common. Oh. People love that aesthetic. They don't really? like the the droop. They don't like the difference in height. That's super common. Yeah, like okay. if for instance, if you were to go on like the F one fifty Reddit and someone posts a picture of their new truck, whenever <laughs> someone has like a stock rake, so the the yeah, you know the angle front is yeah. lower than the back. Right. People will be like you'll see people coming out of the woodworks be like, Oh my gosh, I love that you left it stock. Like it, it sticks out <laughs> to them that they still have a rake really? instead of a leveler. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah, I think, right, what, do, what do I, I know? I didn't know these things until I started looking right for the game, so. <laughs> that is that is true. I know nothing. You did get your you did get your truck stuck, which was uh, enjoyable for the world yeah, to see. It was so. I like that it keeps coming up. That'll never die. I love it. It won't. It definitely won't. <laughs> um. All right. So Elon. I don't even know where to begin with Elon right now, dude. Just search YouTube. F two fifty stuck in mud. Mine was the second (laughs) video that popped up. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Okay, so obviously crypto's down. Um, I guess that's somehow Elon's fault um, because he's being sued for an an alleged Dogecoin pyramid scheme, which I think is asinine and ridiculous. He's not, but he's not being sued for a small amount either. It's like $258 billion. His kid is like changing her name or something because he gives his kids weird names. Uh, he's being hmm. criticized for. She's not changing Twitter. a weird name to a less weird name. Oh, she may be oh, as well. She's, she's changing it wait, explicitly to get away from. He has, Dude, seven. He has like seven. He has seven kids. Yes, he has seven children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no. One, she's she's I, changing I the her name. X thirty five guy or whatever was like their his first kid. I think it's the last kid. Or the last one okay. that he's made. What do I know, dude? I don't know what. I... <laughs> so far, no. Uh, yeah, she's she's she is quoted as saying she's changing her name to explicitly get away from her dad. Like, does not want to be recognized as as a Musk, uh, which is yep. which is interesting. But uh, no, anyways, I, I don't. I, I didn't recognize that she had uh, the satellite like names. I also learned from the same thing that I saw that in my, my wife looked it up when we were talking about birth rates, and that's how I learned what I, I just knew about um, uh, Elon. Um, that uh, that the name I cannot pronounce the the I believe newest kid. Um, I don't think anyone can. They, they legally had to change that name. Uh, they had to drop the um, what's the the Aegis the AE smashed together and they had to drop uh like an underscore or some some punctuation that was in it because they aren't legal characters in like the u.s or the uk or california there was a really specific like those cannot be in your name because they're non-us quote unquote it's non 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 non-us english characters so they're they're not allowed to be a name. So they actually had to modify it after uh, after it was you know determined and tweeted and all that stuff. I, I thought that wow. was, seemed like a tech problem. It's like uh, Susie drop tables. What? It's an XKCD comic, and it talked about you know naming their daughter a Susie drop tables to mess up poorly designed <laughs> SQL databases in schools. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, first off, I love that. But back back on Elon. So Tesla's workers rejected a $15 million payout in a race bias lawsuit. Tesla's increasing their prices. Elon's kid is trying to get away from him. He's being sued for all of the money. <laughs> He's having you know, think- Twitter, all the Twitter employees want to quit. All the Twitter yeah. employees want to quit. So, you know, I think for a long time, I thought of Elon Musk. I don't know if I was a fan, but I did think of him as almost like a real life Tony Stark, like Iron Man, yeah. which is which is a superhero. But is he more like a super villain? More like a super villain? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah. my question. He's Dr. Evil. It, it does kind of <laughs> seem like he's Dr. Evil. Like, kind of quirky. <laughs> Uh, you know, says random things all of the time, doesn't really ever make uh, sense, uh, but just sort of keeps popping up and keeps going. Yeah. It, was just, it was seems like the world the turned on Elon really quick. If I was a better mu- movie aficionado, I feel like we could pin him down to, you know, one of the bad guys that isn't inherently 
just bad, but more of the entropy generating units. They're just they just want to watch the world burn. That's what Elon feels like now. Just let me stir this pot and see if I can get it to boil over. Well, it's it's amazing. I, I don't know where it's Twitter or Reddit. One of the two. It's the only two like key social medias that I use. But someone was talking about you know the way Elon treats his workers. Like he was making comments about his return to the office stuff and how Chinese workers work until 3 a.m. So they're better than American workers, blah, 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 blah. They're like, what is life going to be like if you go to Mars with this dude? Like where there's no oversight at all. Like he's making the rules on Mars. Right. What is life going to be like when Elon literally controls a planet? Because right now he just influences a planet. He doesn't control it. Like what <laughs> for the people that are going to, to Mars, like are they going to, you know, pull their, uh, application out like nah i don't think i want to go there with this guy and, and deal <laughs> with this stuff hasn't he made jokes about um like martian law i feel like i i saw it probably years ago now but i mean you know, probably when he disagrees with here. something that's happening in in the you know current global socioeconomic ecosystem he's like I, it'll I be different it. on mars I found it. So his movie, his new movie. So uh, he, so Robert Downey Jr. actually did use Elon Musk as his inspiration for the ego of Tony Stark. That's 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 awesome. The the person he's most like is the guy named Carlton Drake, the tech billionaire who uses his fortune to explore space in the movie Venom. And he has no care for human life, etc. I remember that you recall that character. Um, I mean, I saw Venom once. That's what I'm. That's what I'm putting out there as the answer to that question. Wow. Well, all I'm saying is I was on to something. That's what it yeah. comes down to. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just wild. I mean, the thing that sticks out of all those things to me is the craziest one, which is the 258 billion dollar lawsuit claim against him. Like, I, it's, they're calling it. Their claims are it says it's part of a racketeering scheme to back the cryptocurrency Dogecoin. So I just, I just think it, the world is insane right now. But Elon Musk is, has a huge, huge target on his back. Uh, you don't remember but, Carlton Drake? He he was the head of uh, head of the Life Foundation. He sponsored deep space missions to find new habitable planets. On one of them is where he found the symbiotes. And I then, and then brought, brought back to Earth and was doing testing and you know, whatever. Hey, whatever. look, you hadn't seen but War dude, Games, bro, he's... so I don't want to get any like <laughs> no, no, crap. No, no, no. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was. I mean, to add to your list of things, the other day, um, he held a town hall with uh, with Twitter employees, which is so interesting that that type of I stuff happens. I mean, we just did it with the Broadcom buyers, right, uh, or leaders leaders of Broadcom um, before before even the Go Shop period ended. Um. It's just an interesting thing that that type of stuff would happen. Anyway, yeah, look up some of that because it's almost hilarious and sad with some of the responses that he gave to some of the questions. Uh, but he talked about you know being able to say whatever crazy stuff you want, and then like within within twenty four hour period, there were some employees at SpaceX that wrote a letter. Um, <laughs> yeah. You remember that criticizing and, and, criticizing criticizing Musk him and his leadership explicitly, and then yes, he, and then they got fired. Everyone that signed the letter. <laughs> yes, and then he fired the people that that pulled it together. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I just yeah. that's all I got is wow. Yeah. 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 That's uh. It it's it feels very rules for the not for me. But then I also think he's. He's he is looking at this and saying, from a social platform perspective, I want it to work like this. My companies will absolutely not work that way. But I, I haven't actually read up on or heard anything from the town hall with Twitter. Um, was was he saying that as far as company culture goes, or was he saying uh, in the in the vein no, of how was, Twitter the platform will work? Yes, the latter, the latter. Yeah, so so that makes more sense. Like Twitter will be open. But Twitter, the the employing function will will be you know the banhammer for all of your ideas that aren't mine. Correct. Yeah. And if you don't, you know, if you don't work hard enough, you're going to get fired. Sure. Well, in that classic Musk, <laughs> yeah. just <laughs> leading with I, I remember even even back in my aerospace days, right? Because um, 
SpaceX was still very much just starting up. Um, right. I started to look. I, I even interviewed a SpaceX right before I bailed on aerospace altogether. Um, I was about to fly out to California to have sort of a, I guess, a, I don't know, third, fourth interview, whatever it was, but um, decided ultimately to turn it down because I knew I was not going to pick up my family and move out there for um, uh, the role that, that I was interviewing for, which at the time would have been like a regional supplier quality engineering role, right? So I would have been bouncing around all the sub tiers and making sure parts were being produced correctly for the to come up the supply chain for integration. It's actually really neat work. But um, the the one obviously one of the things I did when I was looking into is try to understand the culture a little bit and go look at things like Glassdoor or whatever it existed at the time. I'm not sure Glassdoor was even there. Might have been. But um, one thing I found over and over and over again was this is basically a burnout job. Like you're going to show up, they're going to work you 80, 90 hours a week. It is going to be absolutely awful in most ways, but the compensation will be very nice. And then you will go somewhere else with SpaceX on your, (laughs) on your resume. And it's like, geez. And the number of reports, no, no, no. Yeah. (laughs) The, the number of um, comments in that vein was, I mean, it was a huge turnoff because I, I was coming back from Italy at the time. I'd just gotten back to the United States. I had a baby. I had another baby on the way. Like, that did not sound like work-life balance that would work very well with a young family. And uh, so that was a that was a huge turnoff as well. I will still probably regret this uh, fully if and when they send people to Mars because uh, Musk said ages ago that when that happens, SpaceX will go public. And uh, the um, RSUs, the grants were quite generous um, in the offer package. So... Uh, I will have a cry party, and I will be happy we're going to Mars at the same time. And then they'll find the symbiotes on Mars and bring them back, and Earth will die. <laughs> we will but time will die. be rich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, other news here. Um, I have one that's probably a short bit, because we've talked about it before, um, but mostly uh, from the basis of Europe. Uh, and that was Europe putting regulation in to work on like a common charger, basically forcing uh, the iPhones to use USB-C, which is basically the only product in the iPhone or I'm sorry, Apple product line that doesn't use USB-C in some way, shape or form. For charging. I approve this. And uh, now it looks like them Americans in the United States of America are going to be pushing for a common charger law as well. I have seen. We saw that. Oh, really? Or yeah. not about this mostly. Um, big fans of Apple because they say it'll kill innovation and lightning is the best thing in the world, even though it sucks. It's totally and not. If it not, were the best thing in the bad, world, actually. that would be the one that they made everyone else use and Apple would get lots and lots of money. But instead, it is an inferior standard and they are not innovating in a meaningful way. So just get on board. Stop trying to print money off of your dongles. Just kidding. They're still going to do that. But I like I, I approve of this standard. I, then everybody has the same chargers. And the fact that everything else in the ecosystem already Literally. has USB-C, yep. like it's just absurd. It is just a milk you for crappy old standard that we have to keep using because it's cheaper for us and we make more money. That's it's- all I hear when I hear that standard. Well, and there's part part of this is like they said that well, there'd be too much pain for the people who make accessories and the accessories you already own to make the switch. And it's just like were there no accessories for any of your other products? It drives me crazy. But something that's unique about this, well, about the there's the um, in the European one, a lot of people said they're like, well, this will just make Apple skip USB C and move to wireless charging altogether because of some way the verbiage was. Um, done in that particular, I guess, piece of legislation. For this one, it actually is saying that they're pushing for... The name of the law is the Common Charger Law, which basically means that they're they're pushing for all of these devices to use the same type of connection for the charging, which means going to a a completely proprietary thing may not work for them. Well, well, wireless is is not proprietary. Maybe if they say wireless, as in you literally don't touch anything, but if you are snapping a magnet on the back of your charger, that right. may qualify as a connector here. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. that is not that would a, be lame. Is not a common connector. So also, I I will say this. I I do understand the side of the argument that says says this could stop innovation, right? Um. But but I don't I don't think 
I don't think Apple in this case has done a very good job of <clears throat> innovating in a special way, right? You, you think they haven't, or it. you no. absolutely I, know based off of the evidence in front of you, <laughs> based that, on the factual, real-world evidence. I, I was being intentionally obtuse, but yes, it it is. They have not upheld the innovation side of this. Now, I do get that there is some risk, a real risk, in not allowing anyone else to make adjustments going forward to 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 a standard. Um, and that that is unfortunate, right? Like think something that's smaller if we wanted flatter phones or something that works a little better with flexible displays. There there are lots of things that could potentially be on the horizon that, that are going to get stopped because of something like this. But I just don't think it's that big of a deal. <laughs> and, so, I, and I think it's ridiculous that, that we have that one standout in all of this. There's, um, there is some... In both pieces, both Europe and the U.S., both pieces of legislation, they they don't they necessitate like they, they well they leave room to change yeah. it in the future just yeah. to make sure people are staying with common chargers. So they're allowing sure. innovation to happen. So if Apple wants to rule the world, go make a dramatically better product that yeah, can be used yes. as a standard. Where then right. all of the Android and you know whatever other types of phones or devices there are have to conform to that. Like that's fine. Yeah. Go do that. Go do but that. I think what they're know, saying it, is their phone is dramatically better, and everyone should conform to that. Well, they well, have been saying that for a long false time. Is I will tell false, you, though. I'm super <laughs> frustrated with with Apple right now, based off of another product I own from them, and that is the damn Mac Mini that I have that I use for various server related functions of different devices. And I've had to hard reset that thing twice in the last 24 hours. It keeps freezing. I mean, it's Ew. driving me crazy. But you know, that's not a USB C problem. Nonetheless, I'm mad at Apple right now. So I'm mad at Google what? and Apple. I need someone to come in and make a decent product that ships to me on time. Um, unlike RAM and Google and currently Apple as well. Uh, okay. I know we got to shut it down, but there is one final thing okay. that I wanted to bring up before we do. Cause I just, you know, we talk, we rag on social media and the behavior that it um, sort of creates from, from the humans out there. Uh, I will the say though, we, and this, this is, this has relations to like financial Friday that we need to do again. We need to get, yeah, on. Yes. I know he's asked and we haven't been able to make it happen, but so this is my proof as to why I believe Reddit is the best social media. Um, I I believe that the voting system is good for like what's at the top of the waterfall, dude. Like everything uh, that you see, your waterfall. Well, like what you see hey, on when you see new content, it probably yeah. came from Reddit. Is that what you're correct? Saying? Yeah, that's what I mean. There certainly is a yeah. lot of it. it yeah. There is a lot of it, uh, and I just I like the system that they use for. Mm. promoting uh you know people's responses now granted it's it's of course there's there's a lot of like echo chamber stuff that happens yep. in certain subreddits and like bad things get like things that are good comments get wrongly downvoted so i mean this bad human behavior comes out too but an example of good behavior like this would have not happened on twitter so redfin approves millions in executive payouts same day as mass layoffs right so there's the like financial friday side of it mm -hmm. um Here's so I clicked into it and to read it, and I and I was looking at it, and I was like, because I wanted to see what the executive payouts were, because typically these right. aren't just like massive cash payouts. So I was like, I right, want right. to see what well, they're this contractually is. obligated. It, yeah, exactly. And so I look at it, and it's like the bonus was seventy five percent paid in stock, stock which at the moment is worth literally <laughs> nothing. And so it's like it's a. It is an incentive to bring to the here. company from the ashes right. yeah, and to stay there <laughs> and to improve it. And if they don't improve it, they'll get nothing. And right. so I thought to myself, I'm like, this is so dumb. This is so highly upvoted. So I downvoted this thing. So I'm like, this is such a clickbaity yep. article. And then I, uh -huh. but I, I have to look at the comments. So I look and it's not the top comment, but the top response to the co uh -huh. top comment, which says the top comment says it, it's the corporate way and then goes and says all this other stuff. Well, the response to it that is most upvoted, now apparently it's highlighted as I went back and looked it up because I looked at this one or two days ago, is can someone clarify if they got paid out in cash or is it future stock vestments? And then they said, <laughs> edit, just read the article. Bonus was 75% in stock. This is clickbait. And people jumped on and were like, like 
the yeah, thread turned into how stupid the journalism was in this yes, particular instance. Yes. And I was so proud of Reddit for that. Yes. <laughs> and and no. so I'm just that would have never happened on Twitter. Like it I just I, wouldn't have. I have three comments about this. One is this is why I love Reddit, what you just said. The comments are where it's at. And usually it's where the funniest content is. It's certainly where all of the truth is coming from, right? Yeah. Um, the other one is and it's I where actually people read when the I couldn't sleep last night. Well, <laughs> exactly. if they read the articles at all. Yeah, somebody read it. Um uh, the when I couldn't sleep last night, I actually thought one of the reasons I like Reddit is that it is not a platform that makes it easy to be an influencer, which I hate about social mm. media right now. Like influencers sure. are toxic 90% of the time, probably higher than that even. It's just bad. Reddit is more of a meritocracy because it doesn't matter who you are. You're mostly unrecognizable. You've got a name. Yes. It's consistent. But because right. it's not about you... It's either a good, funny comment or good, useful content, or it gets downvoted to oblivion or just never works its way up. Love that. And then the other one is uh, Dario's and his summarizing algorithm is designed to fix clickbaity garbage. Uh, that was mm -hmm. one of the things Boom. he highlighted when I first ran into it. And I got to shut this down now. So you guys have any quick comments? Before I shut, uh, I don't have any other major comments about that. But I'll just just a point of to to add on to your social media piece. There actually was another article which we don't need to get into, but it's funny because it's related. Because it, uh, Aaron made a comment about Amazon earlier and some of the working disasters that go on there. Amazon is flying internet influencers out to luxurious resorts in a bid for social media clout. So just kind of a tying together of two of our comments. Yeah. So anyway, shut it down. We'll we'll end it on a terrible note for the people out there. That that is awful. Well Aaron, I feel like you didn't get to say anything about it. Do you also I'm want good, to dude. put us on a downer or do you have an upper no I've dude? talked plenty. I've talked plenty. <laughs> I was just gonna drop some stats around Redfin being down uh eighty six percent in the last year. <laughs> Um, just to That's kind of brutal. support some of the things you're saying. Anyway, yeah, go ahead, dude. Yeah. No, we will we will do more of this. My uh, happy birthday, my Preston. Son turned That's six today, and we are about yeah. to go celebrate with some present opening. He's been very patient, uh, so that brings another Tech Preface podcast to a close. <laughs> Thanks for listening, y'all. This has been a blast, and I'm sorry that we have not done this as consistently as we would all like us to be. But we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you subscribing, and we hope to see more of you soon. So thanks and bye. Later. Russ, what did he call us? Tebrepest? Tebrepest. Bye. Bye.